This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. I don't know. I just, I don't know where I was going with that. I wish. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a bottoms anthem, and I wasn't. Yeah, ready. you never know, right? Typically, For what, I have what something. direction you're gonna go in? Yeah, but I'm going three thousand miles per hour today. Welcome, guys, to another episode of this thing that we do that we've been doing. Mm. God, this show is old. It is. It's very old. <laughs> the show is fucking nine, eight, nine, nine. There are girls that could have been listening to this like in high I'm school. I'm a horrible that parent. Are in, like grad school now. <laughs> or fully have children. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, I started listening when I was in high school and now I just finished my graduate program and I'm yeah. getting married. And it's like, what? wait a minute, what the fuck? I just finished like, my will and testament because I'm old. It's nine years. Yeah. Right? About eight years. This is about something like eight or nine, child. One the or the program. other. Anyway, older than everybody else. Yeah. Pretty much. The granny in the room. It feels appropriate. I me. mean, I was going to say, when you think about us, the people who we yeah. really are. Yeah. Are we not the elders <laughs> in the back judging what everybody else is saying and doing? I really feel like that's us when it when you really think about it. So, Welcome back, Apropos. everyone. I'm Riley Curry. And I am Anita Baker. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for coming back. We are going to dive right into our program this week with our regular goings on. Not wasting too much time. This week in Black Excellence, I really loved this story when I read it. Uh, it connected me with me in my blackness, in um, my extracurricular interests, um, and I don't wow. know, overall vibes. So this uh, three friends... This group of powerful black women in Charlotte, North Carolina. We got we miss you guys in Charlotte. You have so many trees and you have a cookout and nice things. And the first black woman owned skating rink ever. Oh, my. 
my god now that is festive isn't that awesome <laughs> oh i love wait a minute <laughs> I cannot believe black people don't own skating rinks. What? Because who even goes but us? I mean, I'm sure there are way more black uh, owned skating rinks across the nation and world and stuff. But as far as Charlotte, North Carolina, right, 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 black got, women you, owned, got you, got you. Yes. These ladies are the first of their kind and it's Roland CLT. It's an outdoor skating rink right now. And which is obviously perfect. For I was going right to say now. it's probably for the best. <laughs> Um, and they, it's also a lounge. They offer skate rentals, a DJ, a hookah bar, because hookah <laughs> also has I a was about to say. grip on niggas. <laughs> like, I know that the Dominican community is just like, where have you been? You know what I mean? Right. Because <laughs> they've like, been on it. Oh, been the on. girls love a hookah right now. I mean, and it just still, I, I mean, as somebody who smokes weed, it does not make a lot of sense. Like. We're just going to go inhale this fun. flavored vape. <laughs> it's is fun. It? Yeah, because it has like the, you know how like smoking a blunt, it's relaxing. That inhale, that exhale, there's just a relaxation to it. I feel like from when I did smoke hookah, it had a mm-hmm. similar vibe, obviously just with way more smoke. And then the smoke, right. you know, tastes like Capri Sun or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like I never went, but I not it wasn't very often enough to be never... addicted to it where you have your yeah. own hookah and you're yeah, like see, no and you got your own down the middle of, right. right down the street in the middle of a hurricane smoking it did you see that video of that nigga in the middle no, of that hurricane somebody really did that yes oh no that hurricane oh, that wasn't no. andy who was who was the bitch that just smacked new york and so we had all is, that flooding uh shit regina tina uh, Keisha, Kima, Penny, Angie was one it of Angie? them hoes. The one that just had all the flooding and shit. I, I saw a clip Angie. of one of your cousins in a floaty, <laughs> f- literally floating down a New York City alley oh, while no. smoking hookah in that the middle of a tropical storm. I refuse. I will not believe it. He's dead. He has to have died, <laughs> and not from drowning, but from bacteria. No. Yeah, because why would you? I'm sorry. Willfully <laughs> float in New York City you alleyway water <laughs> on the street when it's dry because <laughs> it's never clean. So why in the world would you want to be just have your body floating amongst this water that has God only no? Oh no, I'm sorry, drowned rat juice and all <laughs> kind of shit. Oh no, no, I, I actually refuse to believe that I. Um, I haven't seen this and I'm glad about it. Uh, I'm guessing hookah has some kind of tobacco in it for y'all to be. This I think so, yeah. Because it. it doesn't I'm make sense sure it's otherwise. Tobacco based. Which, whatever. I mean, it, then it even makes even less sense to me because, like, you could just be smoking weed. Yeah. But, all right. You can vape weed People too if that's what you like. People if you just like, like the vape things. <laughs> People fuck with hookah. Like, it is I mean, what it is. okay. But, you know, y'all was literally sacrificing your life to go to hookah yeah. before the vaccine came out and yeah. I just think you need to ask yourself Still, some tough yeah. questions you need to ask yourself some tough yeah, questions yeah. <laughs> anyway this about, is like, about June 2020 sickening women <laughs> oh, Kendria right. Holmes <laughs> Brandy Fox Shaniqua sorry these three sickening queens started no, you're right. the first black yeah. woman owned skating rink in Charlotte like we said skate rentals DJ hookah and food trucks this sounds like a fucking party 
It does. Now all you need is, well, I mean, alcohol is probably a terrible idea, but because I just feel like because niggas drinking both niggas drinking tequila and skating and hookahing. It's like adding skates to the club. Oh, no, no, no. I will literally buy a section. (laughs) If you have that's the only way you could go and have fun at this place with all of this going on. No, I mm -mm, will. I'm sorry. Your insurance would be sky high. Period. Period. Your insurance would be so high. The sheer number of people who are going to like gouge their eyes out because they're drunk as fucking on stage. People will die. They will die. (laughs) That's not these people's fault. You know? It's like, not. I mean, and it's none of their concern. You know, they probably just selling pizza and stuff and, right. and hookah. But, you know, we're not trying to impair your judgment over here. And it does sound like a good time. Like, I want to go to this next time I'm in Charlotte. Well, Miss Kendry Holmes says they've been working on this vision since 2016. She said, it's always been a dream of mine to open a skating ring because we didn't. We don't currently have any in Charlotte. Everything else is on this outskirts. Damn. Well, there you go. Wow. In 2018, she met Brandy Fox, which is her one of her business partners, along with Shaniqua. Um, and here we are. Together, the group made their dreams come true. It says here, and because of them, we can. By opening the first and only black woman, black-owned skating rink in Charlotte, they opened Labor Day weekend. And it also says that mm-hmm. they're, they're outdoors now and for the remainder of 2021. But they do plan on having an indoor uh, rink open sometime next year. You can currently host private parties at Roland, Roland CLT. Ticket prices vary from $11 to $22. You can rent skates there for $3, which is about, you know, typical pricing and stuff. And honestly, with everything going on right now, an outdoor skinny rink sounds like it's probably, like, it sounds like, the, I mean, outdoor skinny rink sounds like the shit, period. Like, it just sounds right. like it would be fun regardless. I mean, obviously, depending on weather and that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But Black-owned, owned by our queens with our crowns, I'm all for it. I love Charlotte. Y'all are rich in culture and you dope people. So if you have the time and space and opportunity and you want to go and show them some love, Roland CLT is what they are called. Uh, you can actually, apparently, they have a website. It is Roland with no G. I know that's right. CLT.com. And I'm looking at it now and it's fancy and festive. And so you can go over here and learn all about them and go and support them. They deserve Oh, it. these people. Oh, now these people got blue solo cups. So. <laughs> so you already know what it's giving. What I'm hearing Why is that this there? is a fucking function. Right. Let's go. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. Fuck it. I don't need my knees no damn way. Let's just go. I love a lady DJ. You know, and it stays pretty warm in Charlotte, too, for like most months of the year. Like you could probably go skating outside in November and be all right. So I hope y'all make a lot of money doing this. And I hope um, your transition to an indoor space is just as successful. And yeah, best of luck. This is good. You know, get niggas up. At least you smoking hookah on skates and not. In a booth, I guess. You know, that's something. Or in a rat-infested, diseased alley. <laughs> yeah. I still, I'm, I'm choosing to believe that's urban legend. Thank you. I watched it with the eyes got Yeah, no. Me. I'm just, I'm just going to pretend that it's fake. Is what I would, yeah, me. you're right. I, I, maybe they filmed it at Tyler Perry Studios. It was CGI. <laughs> I just feel like Facebook did this. Facebook yeah. made this video and they put it out. And I just won't, I won't accept anything that's else. The only it could way not have been shots. Yeah. There's no way Tyler Perry did it. <laughs> I know that because then it wouldn't have looked believable enough for you to have fallen for it. But 
Facebook, they may have. I'm just saying, follow the money and see where it goes. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so now we have our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops. Oh, I miss Dick so much. I long for some cut. It scares me because I want it so deep. Till I can't even breathe. Why would you take dick away from me? Baby, I just need me someday, someday. And oh, <laughs> I was going to keep going, but we have. I mean, why not? That was beautiful. You're all, uh, thank you. That was really good. We're going to yeah. need you to cut that one in the studio. Thanks oh. so much. You Appreciate it. Appreciate thank it. you so much. Oh, thank you. Yes, do it. All right. Cynthia Bailey quits. We're fine. Um, Mama has confirmed that she is walking away from the real house of Hotlander. Um, she, along with Portia Williams, 
will not be appearing on the next season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta because, you know, Cynthia being sure left, to be honest with you, and she doesn't have Nene to argue with anymore, and she had her COVID wedding, so she's probably like, girl, I'm good. Like, how much more yeah. does I need to do? 11 years. And then, you know, Portia found her, you know, Nigel uncle that she married to, or getting married to. And so, is that nigga Nigerian? Um, I actually do not know What's everything I know about that man. Sure. I feel like I learned on Twitter, but yeah. uh, he's the hot dog man, right? So, or she leaving the hot dog man for somebody who yeah, has real she, money. I think she left more money. I want let me, let me not say because I think the hot dog man is really rich. Simon. But um, I mean, good for her, I guess. I can't tell you the last time I watched Housewives regularly, or that Housewives, I should say. I mean, Housewives of Atlanta. So, I mean, I'm sure somebody cared, but um, all right. I'm sure it's time for them to shake it up and add some new blood. I don't That's know who in what Atlanta I is. I am saying. I don't know who's willing to do it that anybody cares about, but, you know. Sir, like, there are so many people that will. She's been around for, you said 11 seasons? Yeah. It's okay to, to be done. Yeah. It is fine. She still sells them sunglasses, right? She got the Bailey agency. She shouldn't. She posted a photograph of her where she looks flawless, as usual. Skin, cheekbones, mm-hmm. everything. Um, and she said, after much thought and consideration, I have made the very difficult and heartfelt decision not to return for the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Thank you, and the BCB Universe of Bravo, and truly a vision for over a decade of progress. I can't wait to do that. Thank you to Real Housewives of Kiss for 11 months of 11 of the most unbelievable years of my life. And the most mm. incredible and unforgettable memories. There you go. I'm so grateful to have that. This amazing Most importantly, thank you to all my fans. I can have done without your blessing a lot of the time. Next chapter. I look forward to sharing it with all of you. Thank you. Okay. So there you go. All Cynthia's right. walking away. Porsche's walking away. And quite honestly, I feel like they should just fire everybody. Because if it's not mm. the grand dame at this point, <laughs> what is the point? You know? And I don't know who's even left over there. Oh, Candy. <laughs> Duh. But who? They've been fired, Sheree. Candy's not giving up a check. She doesn't care what it is. Candy will die. What about Kenya Moore? Kenya Moore's probably still on it, right? Who? Oh. Kenya Moore? <laughs> yeah, probably. I was like, am I saying her name right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Go, see? Some of the girls even, are giving... I can't even it, think of the cast. Yeah. Just do something else with it. Yeah. Some of the girls are giving it's time. And then some yeah. of them are giving like, oh, yeah, of course you're not going anywhere. Candy's never going to give away a nickel. She's literally like <laughs> R&B Mr. Krabs. Like she's never <laughs> like, <laughs> there isn't a dime nickel or penny that Candy doesn't want. And, right. you know, Kenya just wants to be seen in her. So I doubt it's either too one of them accurate. is No, it's away. too accurate and I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> So I just feel like they should just start from scratch. I feel like they should fire everybody and go and get some brand new um, successful Atlanta women in their mid-40s to 50s that are willing to exploit themselves or be exploited um, by one of the most egregious and disgusting white men, you know, imaginable. Well, I think (laughs) Candy has, I forgot. About the things you said about him, and then I just remembered. The- yeah, maybe not imaginable. They're way worse than. <laughs> but still, he, but he still, sucks. he sucks. Right? Yeah. You you said what you meant. Yeah. Um, I think Candy is like 
the most successful outside of being on reality TV of these girls. I think so. Right? So I think it's a good idea to keep her if you want to have like a keeper of the peach or whatever, no. like the main. I think it's I think it's not a bad idea because at least Candy knows other women that we might actually want to see on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's the most likely. I feel like most of the friend ofs that have been in, introduced on the, that show for the past couple mm-hmm. of years have not been in any way affiliated with Candy Barras. And um, I don't know that any of them have risen to the occasion of actually giving a fuck or wanting them promoted. But right. I feel like if she was, you know, if she did have like a roster of fun, entertaining people to offer the program at this point, we would have seen them. So I don't Ooh, what believe about that. Marlo? Honey, if Andy wanted for Marlo to have a peach <laughs> at this point, she would have been got one. I just don't believe that she's ever getting maybe at this point, since and since everyone else is a jumping ship, that might yeah. just be like, girl, well, what else do we got? Whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't as far as I'm concerned, you could shut her housewives of Atlanta, honestly, and do something else, but yeah. I'm sure they won't do that. They will find some girls willing to to embarrass themselves. Maybe now's the time. You know, the Kardashians are finally fucking off, at least as far as yeah. TV is concerned. Maybe so. it's time to just cap some other things. You know? You know, as much as I used to really, and I mean really love Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm. I can't even think of something they could do. Like, that's the thing. I can't even think of people in Atlanta that I want to see subject themselves to this format or to I this television show. So... You know, I had a good luck, I guess, to the girls who are staying signed on for next season. I don't know, even know what y'all storylines are anymore. They don't. So. <laughs> not figure it out. I just don't. I mean, I I could not tell you nothing about Kenya's something. child, Portia's child. Like they're cute. If Candy had another one, I think whose name I don't. Blaze. She named it after Blaze. The restaurant that right, the restaurant. <laughs> yes, that's not true. <clears throat> it was last week. Right, but. I don't like. I don't keep up with the show, so I'm not invested. Me in neither. Anymore. I just read this so. today, and I was like, "Bet." I heard Porsche's leaving, and you know, Atlanta has kind of fallen off, as far as I know, for a while anyway. And it seems that the girls are all about Potomac, but you know, we also mm-hmm. know how I feel about the, you know, light skinned, <laughs> green eyed girls over at Potomac. Yeah, I mean, Potomac is a mess, but at least it's fresh mess. Yeah. 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 It's freshness. It's freshness. Whereas these girls, we see them recycling bullshit and coming up with bullshit because mm-hmm. we've watched y'all do this so many times and there's just I don't know. The thrill for me is gone. I know a lot of gays are probably pissed right now that I said that. Yeah, but, I feel like most of them are. Free. You know, go ahead and campaign for for your faves to to join Housewives of Atlanta and Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe they'll get a name that has me like, wow, I'm going to put Housewives of Atlanta back on my DVR. Can't think of what that name would be. Take a year off and then just do an Atlanta Potomac crossover where they meet in the middle (laughs) when like, I don't know, somewhere in Virginia. No, I was going to say, where at? (laughs) (laughs) And just get in a cabin together and, you know, drink Merlot and scratch. Um, All right. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Jatavia of the City Girls says that she is not pregnant and she uh and, and it's getting weird. Is that what she said? Leave her alone about it. Basically. 
Um, and by it's getting weird, she wasn't referencing her niggas penchant for referencing her with a bad emoji. I mean, she should have been because that is weird. But I mean, I think well, we just don't get it. I think we're just old. The, I mean, youth, the youth, and yeah. that's fine. I'll be and I'll be that. <laughs> niggas don't call me bats, so <laughs> I'm gonna stay over here while I'm comfortable, and you do what feels good to you. Just made, reminds me of a joke that Whoopi Goldberg told once on a stand-up, and you either know what I'm talking about or you don't, and I'm not going to repeat it. Anyways, um, so the doll wants you to know that she's not pregnant, um, although she was apparently spotted during a show, after a show, with um, some sort of nausea-fighting wristband, anti-nausea wristband, that apparently a lot of women use uh, for morning sickness, morning sickness mm. during their pregnancy. So the girl saw Mama in her morning sickness band, and so said, "Oh, there's a little little Uzi on the world coming into the world. Come live with us in the trap house. There's a room waiting for you. Lord God. Come on, come on, come on." Just let us adore you. Come live with us in the palace. There's a room waiting for you. That's like the best. I, I love that song. Yeah. I sing it to y'all myself gotta, every day. Y'all have to watch that movie if you haven't already. But so yes, good. Excellent song. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Sugar just understood I, the assignment. I was going to say, here we go. We finished Sitter and Stand for Rebecca Sugar for 15 minutes. Yeah. Like. As if we haven't done that for years. Right, like let's not, Lord, let's not get carried away. But um, I see why. At first, I thought it was like, you know, she ate some mac and cheese and she was bloated and y'all was doing too much. <laughs> but if she was wearing something that you normally see, you know, people who are trying to avoid morning sickness wear, then I can see why niggas thought that. I had no idea that science did this. Well, I'm not sure that science does do that. I would need to Google them bracelets and see what exactly it was. Because it might be, you know, How just the put this on. It has a vibes. Span, a wristband stop you from being noxious. That's what I'm I'm looking at now. Oh, well, here's one that's... Mm, Do you just look at it and be like, this is so pretty. And then you forget? Let's see. The C-band mama. Is that what y'all are wearing? What? I need to know. C like S-E-A or the letter C? C like S-E-A. So apparently there's oh, some kind of, there's C something that. band mama. These are laws. Like oh, well, okay. Well, no, some of them. It's are like an acupressure thing. So I guess. Oh, I love it. Wearing this thing. will press on your whatever the fuck. This is an or... Apple Watch. What is this? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I guess I could see this working. I guess how i mean there's not it's not like there's drugs or anything in it oh this one is essential oils bitch (laughs) i am so confused how to use find the correct area which is in between the two (laughs) tendons on the underside of the wrist three finger widths from the crease of the wrist Make the precise precision. wear wristband and put the button on the marking position press for two minutes what okay so are you, you getting, know, it doesn't this is probably one of those things that if you dig into the science there's either an explanation or it works for some people and not for others and it's like do you have 20 dollars to waste on this bullshit if so then try it out 
you know? Right. And if not, then oh well. But okay. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and like really dig into it and try to find the answer to this while we're recording, but all right. I simply don't it, understand. I didn't. Before, it might not be total horseshit. It would have helped, and it really just. It made, didn't I really know. <laughs> I feel like I have more questions than I did before. I These started, wristbands but... looked like them shits that everybody was wearing. Them Rastafarian wristbands everybody was wearing in like 2003 after Sean the Paul came out with "Just Give Me the oh, Line." Yes. And oh everybody yes. Had them shits on. That's what these. Oh, I remember like. now. Okay. But Ooh, with like, I remember I guess that. Morning after feeling it. Lord, them early 2000s were a. They were a dismal Garbage. period. Everybody they were that. really bad, you guys. <laughs> Just so bad. Anyway, JT said, mind your business. Oh, and it says here, this reduces various sickness. Ship, pregnancy, car, airplane. Mm-hmm. So not just for pregnant, but yeah, all no, of the above. It's nausea. So... Either way, between that wristband that the eagle-eyed uh, fan saw and then another, like, clip of her sitting down somewhere like she was getting her hair and makeup done, and then there was an emoji, a hard-eye emoji covering her belly. People were like, oh, she's absolutely got little Uzi-verse in her uterus. Well, <laughs> not so. JT posted uh, an uncensored the same photo without the hard eye emoji over her belly with the caption that says, it's getting weird, four exclamation points. I told him, put an emoji there because my pants were dirty, but I still like the video. I shouldn't even have to constantly tell a bunch of strangers I'm not hiding shit. Then don't. I'm not well, pregnant now. Leave me the hell alone. For, you don't have to tell a bunch of strangers anything at yeah, all. you could have just not done that. I mean, and did you think the emoji was going to distract people from your dirty pants? Yeah, because the emoji was covering up <laughs> the, the dirty pants. But, but like, the the use of the emoji, especially in that area, yeah. when niggas already think that you might be pregnant, like, I just don't know how you didn't see this through. I, <laughs> I could have cropped. told you that this was right or not posted. Or just not posted. <laughs> or be like, oh, my pants dirty. And then wipe him. Wipe him. I mean, they were dirty when she, you know. Yeah. The unedited picture. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah I see why you. Mm. or something on her pants. I mean, once again, you put an emoji over your belly. I feel like I understand why niggas jump to conclusions. Absolutely. Yes, it's annoying. And they shouldn't. Um, but you also do not. You seem to think that you're like bound by law to address these things and you're not you can just ignore these niggas they're also not accusations of first degree murder you know (laughs) (laughs) like who fucking cares if people think that you're pregnant it's like they're not you know that's why you can just ignore it like this isn't this isn't first of all it's not something that is anybody else's business you could fully be pregnant like Yes, it would actually be incredible if one of y'all was like eight months pregnant and like on Instagram and like, don't ask me about my belly. It's rude. I'm not fucking pregnant. Like I would live. Yeah, I would live for y'all to be pregnant and tell niggas to mind their business. Anyway. I mean, people do like it. this. Right. Like it's your body and you don't owe anybody disclosure about what's going on within your meat sack, girl. Oh. So <laughs> fuck these niggas. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, Please. I think some of the niggas that y'all choose to procreate with are questionable, unless you are questionable. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, but, you know. Lil Uzi is questionable. I ain't forgot about them charges that that girl, was it charges or did she just say that he had did something crazy? I can't remember Doctor if she Wig. went to the police or not. I think you, y'all was going to say you said something about it on this show. And I was like, no, yeah, wait a minute. What the it. fuck? 
See, so like he like got into like a fight with his ex girlfriend and whoever she was like meeting with. I think it was Saint John, and I don't believe it was even a romantic date. And she was allegedly assaulted right. during this whole thing. Right. And then he went to like a white party with his current girlfriend, and it was like forgot all about it, as we often do. Right. So if you can if you can ignore your stands asking you to break up with this nigga, then you can ignore niggas Damn. speculating about whether you're pregnant. You ignore what you want to. I mean, but JC has spoken out in annoyance before about all kinds of things and rumors, especially rumors in connection to him. So mm-hmm. this didn't feel like out of character for her. But I'm just like, again, like, girl, you either pregnant or you're not. If you're not pregnant, yes. you simply won't have a baby. Like, there's no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if and, you, and there's n- no explanation required for that either. I, I, you can just I, continue to live. <laughs> once again, who cares? This reminds me of I won't say it was a conversation, but she replied to me once on Twitter <laughs> because I said something about how she had mentioned how like. When she was a regular bitch working at the mall or whatever and had 50 followers, did nobody care about the dumb shit she said? And I was like, yeah, because you were a regular bitch with 50 (laughs) followers. So nobody was even reading the shit that you were writing, much less giving a fuck about it. Like, what's not clicking? There are more people following you now. So more people are going to pay attention. Like, that's a pretty basic sister, right? So she just, I don't even remember what she said. And it was inconsequential. It wasn't like something that got me riled up or whatever. But I just remember that because I was thinking, like, you're doing it now, even. Like, (laughs) like right now, as we are talking about this, you are reacting to something that you could just, I'm not going to say just as easily, but like at some point when you go from being regular to famous or known or recognizable, you have to start learning how to draw boundaries with the people who engage with you but don't know you. You have to, or else they'll drive you the fuck crazy. And I try to like give some of the girls um, some room, especially as I'm mm-hmm. getting older. I'm like, you know, I don't know yep. what it's like to have as many followers as this person has. I'm barely present online as it is. Right. I don't give y'all much to talk about. So I can't really say what it must feel. And, and even if you were like a regular girl that just worked at the mall, like regular girls that work at the mall have to deal with people being like, that bitch must be pregnant because clearly, you know, and it's like, you just have gas, you know? So yeah. like, I understand <laughs> that that in itself has to be frustrating whether you're famous or not. So I try to give, you know, that kind of room. But then I just think like, girl, in again, in this situation, no one is accusing you of murder or like mm-hmm. grand theft. Right. It's, it's not a thing that, that really needs much of a reaction. And I mm-hmm. always also go back to the blueprint. And I think they told Beyonce that she wasn't pregnant when she was. Oh, wait. And she oh, didn't wait. say anything to us. Mm. So what's your excuse? Well, you know, <laughs> Beyonce is Beyonce, and if the other girls could, they would. Mm-hmm. So then we'd have a bunch I, of Beyonce. We don't. But yeah, I'm not saying this to like judge her. I'm saying like for your own well being, you need to learn how to care less about what these niggas on are the nose. Period. That's exactly because it. it's driving you crazy. You feel irritated. Seemingly, you yeah. feel like you right. Like you're the one getting online talking about how annoyed you are with their behavior and how they need to do that. Like, what are sweetie? Fuck sweetie. these niggas. Like. Exactly. Fuck these niggas. If you were pregnant and if you're not pregnant and like, who cares? Right. right. Exactly. You're not even accused of the shit your man was accused of doing. Uh, 
<laughs> Come on now, Tavia. The way that I would have just posted myself taking a shot and posted that shit okay. and then been like, good night. <laughs> like, I'm going to go about my regular everyday ass Instagram activities if I'm JT. At, like, I'm going to do whatever Lori exactly. Harvey shit I was going to do that day any damn way. Bitch, catch up. Because the, I mean, y'all are always going to talk. If you when respond you see me to smoking every a harsh thing, blunt, then you'll know what the tea is. Or maybe not, y'all. Or maybe <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm just saying, the first few weeks, I might be like, ooh, I'm smoking weed for nausea. Right. <laughs> it's for nausea, you guys. What did the doctor say? I'm going to yeah. stop after it has its its neurons. Finger neurons. <laughs> yeah. Baby, and they're just fucked up, child. Right. <laughs> I'm just preparing you for the planet that you're coming into, bitch. Like... <laughs> This is why I don't the trauma starts that. early around here, right? Hey, yeah. Don't ask me why I don't have kids no more. Not to mention, like, imagine somebody passing you to your daddy and looking at Uzi. <laughs> it honestly makes me crave an all black. I know what I've said about reboots, but an all black look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Called Wait look who's talking minute. shit. <laughs> yeah. Because babies already love shiny things. So it's about time you took that fucking rock out of your face because somebody was good. That baby would do it. Oh, no. Imagine being a newborn baby and looking at this motherfucker like, what did I do? Oh, my God. I didn't ask you. Who is You just gave somebody a multi-million dollar idea. Why am I already talking? Okay. All right. Oh, you already know that they're going to announce a little Coos Talking reboot by the Uh, end of next year. Without Probably by the end of this year. It'll probably be a series, not a film. But it's coming. I just wasn't ready for look who's talking shit. So it's going to happen. <laughs> just ask me to be. I will help write. So right. I mean, yeah. you should be an EP. Honestly, this is your idea. You're welcome. It's brilliant. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Either either way, let let that girl's uterus be whatever it is. Mind your business. That is true. Niggas do need to leave her alone. Yes. About shit like that. And she also needs to manage things better so that she is not getting constantly irritated yes. by people online. Because this is a recurring theme for her. Go shopping, swimming, rapping, mm-hmm. therapizing, Man. meditating, exercising, snacking. Like anything else that so just brings things. you a taste of comfort because you don't owe anybody in on these motherfucking internets an explanation to anything especially as it pertains to what's going on inside of your uterus you oh, just yeah. don't and if you if you don't have a therapist i highly recommend oh, it please get one i'm just saying such a good idea <laughs> for the, let that be the first order of business if you have mm-hmm. right um so what is this man's real name again What's Birdman's real name? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Baby. No, Baby's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Googling Birdman does not pull this nigga up <laughs> as the first result. Brian Williams, better known as Birdman, better known as Baby, was wow. recently asked about um, all of the times that he's locked lips with Lil Wayne and why. Um, because apparently we fell through a fucking uh, time vortex mm-hmm. into the mid 2000s once again. And here we are. Um, 
I imagine next we'll be discussing T.I. versus Little Flip or why 3LW broke up okay, or the no Crimea River video. <laughs> but anyway, um, please. Birdman was on a podcast called Big Facts by Revolt. And they asked him once again about why he would kiss Lil Wayne on the mouth. And he once again said he's always looked at Wayne as his son. And because he was a street nigga, essentially, he didn't know when was the next time or the last time that they would see one another. And so I guess this was supposed to be like a form of uh, respect and love shown. And, you know, and that's just about it. Once again... Why in 2021? Like, have when is the last time we even seen these two niggas in the same room? Like, didn't they just like get back on good graces and y'all ask right. these motherfuckers why they used to kiss again? Like, who fucking gives a shit? I was gonna say it's been a long time since I even thought about that picture. Right? I'm just of all the things to ask Birdman, I don't think that would have been on my radar. But now that I've heard this explanation. <laughs> I'm really trying to think it through. Like, was that was was that something that he saw in The Godfather Father or something? Did that happen in The Godfather? Because you know how I love that movie. Was always my closest reference for an explanation. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, baby obviously really fucked with like Godfather Scarface and like lots of like classic yeah. Italian gangster movies. But even then, they would kiss each other on the cheek. Most of the time Mm. in this stuff that I saw, not directly on the mouth. And again, I'm not offended by this. Never was. It definitely was something that we would, I guess, kiki about in high school, I think. Um, But now I'm just like, don't get it. Not sure. Even with the explanation, I don't understand, but it's none of my business. I'm not offended. They're adults. They're consenting. You can do what you want to do. And it has nothing to do with gender either, because if Birdman was a woman saying this exact same thing about him and kissing him on the mouth, I would be like, okay, you know, like, right. All right. I was wondering, like, is it, is it like normally, you know, the the Italian mob boss daddy or whatever will kiss you on the lips when you're going on like a suicide mission or something. Like, Maybe. I'm wondering what, like, what was y'all finna do after y'all left that day? What what was your itinerary and what was his? Because I'd never, why did y'all think y'all were never, I mean, I don't know. I never saw, I've never seen The Godfather or Scarface. Great so, films. I couldn't Great tell films. you what happened. Oh, no. Mm, I know good they're stuff. not for me. Really good movies. I know for a fact they're not for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so i i figured maybe that was it like you kill somebody or you kiss somebody on the lips right before they go to kill somebody and maybe they're gonna get killed in the process who knows but maybe not <laughs> you're you're acting like that's completely foreign to you so i guess that did not happen in those movies i don't know what the fuck i mean maybe but like again i feel like they also did this once on 106 and park so were the shooters like outside of you know, the DC studio, like what? Right, like were they right there? I'm still, it's still not really curling all the way over as far as a response, but I also don't even think that this really needs a response. Like it truly doesn't. Like it I, was just a, I don't know. I'm, I'm much less worked up about homosexuality than y'all are, clearly. And I also think that when it comes to sexuality and street niggas, 
it is a loop de loop that I just have no interest <laughs> in. You know, when you really get down into the dread, like the trenches mm-hmm. of those complications, yeah. should be making all kinds of. I mean, Boosie admitted to you know uh, hiring someone to rape his kid. Oh Christ, he did, and niggas act like that was like he never fine, said it. Like normal. it was uh, yep. totally normal. Like it wasn't nothing wrong with that at all. So, so yeah, I only know that. Y'all are still talking about this 20 years later or whatever because of the, oh my God, was that some gay shit undertone there? Like yeah, it, it's clickbait. There's no other reason to bring this up. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see what y'all are doing. I'm not entertained. From Kanye the church to Kanye the school, apparently Mr. West is looking to open a private school in California in the coming future. Donda Academy, uh, it says here, Finding the intersection between faith and the innovation of the future. So you pray and then you use your iPad. Donda Academy is, I don't know. Donda Academy is focused on equipping students with an education that will last in the ever-changing world. It says here that this school is planning to be built on 3.7 acre parcel in an unincorporated area between Moore Park and Simi Valley, somewhere in California, not too far from wherever the rich fuck he already used to live with his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, or maybe they're not getting divorced. I don't really know. Um, and so it says the property includes uh, classrooms, labs, offices, kitchen, restrooms, a basketball court, and large open field and storage. So literally a school. Yeah, I'm hearing school things. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> a tuition free private school that is also an homage to Kanye's late mother. It will serve 60 students from K to 12 and offer everything wow. from computer science courses to STEM, Japanese, and PE. So, again, school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was waiting on um, <coughs> an announcement of some of the courses uh, we could expect. Like uh, probably slavery or not. Nah. Um, uh, oh, choosy no. slaves choose whips. One hundred and one. Okay. Um, no, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna probably have to a class called Drake and other forms of anti-black <laughs> hip hop. Um, and then finally oh, sneaker we... culture and how to destroy it. These are the classes that I expect to take place at Donda Academy, but you know, um, only time will tell. Um, okay. So first of all, not speaking to you for that. Okay. Secondly, um, finding the intersection between faith (laughs) and school is just Christian schools. Yeah. That is, I mean, in really religious schools of any kind, that's not new or groundbreaking in any way. Third, when you say faith, I immediately get very concerned especially when it comes to Kanye because I still do not believe that quote unquote gospel music he has been putting out and I'm not sure like I have a feeling this is like a Kanye faith and so I'm deeply concerned about what these children might be exposed to but then also 60 students from K to through 12 is an average of like four to five kids per grade so this is going to be an extremely yeah, tiny school. Math, I damn sure didn't even try. It's going to be a very, very small school with probably mm-hmm. only like 13 to 15 teachers. But even still, that is so much money. And tuition free? Mm-hmm. So who is paying? Kanye is paying for all of this out of pocket? I doubt it. 
I doubt it. <laughs> so again, where is that? Where's the money for this coming from? And what is going to be on the curriculum? It's going to be like one of them charter private schools where it's like, they don't have to have anybody from the government reviewing their curriculum or seeing what the fuck they are teaching these kids. You know, this is one of those ideas that I just hope doesn't come to fruition because I don't trust that it's going to be good. Synth overall. or sample? <laughs> I'm just now, naming now, classes. In, a, in like a music production class or something like that, that makes sense. I would not be mad at that. But, you know, also I just feel like there's going to be something about white women and... I just, I just don't, I, I feel like all the teachers are going to be mixed and I, this is, this is not a good idea. Remember, this is this finding the intersection between faith and, and, oh, and the innovation <laughs> of the future. Yeah, school. So that to me meant that like, everyone has to like... <laughs> Design like, new stuff for Kanye's clothing line. No, I just imagine like Mary Mary TikToks or like performing, <laughs> you know, Michelle Williams solo album via Oh my Zoom. God, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. They won't be doing nothing that black. Probably not. No. I just don't trust it. It sounds like a very bad idea all the way around. If I were y'all, I would not even attempt to send my children to this school. And again, I hope it does not actually come to be. I still feel like Kanye has a lot of very real issues that he needs to address before he starts trying to do this shit, whatever this is. Like some of us need to focus on ourselves and I, I would put Kanye in that group. Well, Kelly Price ain't missing and she's not dead, but she might oh, have thank died. God. This was so crazy. This was insanity. I said, bitch, what? Kelly oh, Price I just is forgot. missing? I didn't even review the Bratz, the Brat chapter of it. Apparently the Brat went off on Nikki Gilbert or something like that. And I didn't even read what? that messy chapter. Oh, God. Sorry for that. Maybe I'll look at it during the break. But... So first things first, I remember the absolute moment, and I don't even really check Twitter super often, but I remember when T.S. Madison tweeted, like, something to the effect of, where the fuck is Kelly Price? She announces she had COVID, like, in July, and ain't nobody, I haven't heard nothing from her since. Where is she at? And, like, the girls were like, oh, girl, oh, wow. Maddie, you so crazy. And then, like, a hop and a skip later, the girls were filing missing reports. Like, where the fuck is Kelly Price? Wow. Her I own did not sister. Know it was Madison, but that makes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that Kelly Price mentioned having COVID. I learned all of this from Madison's page. Right. Anyway, right. she, Kelly Price's sister, did like some. I wouldn't say it was like an interview, but she made like a statement where she was saying, I haven't heard from Kelly. We haven't seen Kelly. We don't know what's going on. This was like, I think after Kelly's attorney claimed she's fine. She had COVID. She's recovering from it. She all right. But you know, niggas, mm-hmm. yeah, especially when it comes to this enough. whole COVID thing, everybody, every niggas feelers are all the way up. We're all just Correct. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bitch? I don't believe you. So, we wanted to see Kelly with our own eyes. I did. I definitely did. I did as and well. I don't, I, I don't regret that at all. I don't. So. Where's she at? What's going on? Right. Um, 
And so it was getting real strange, conflicting messages all over the place between her like legal team and friends and then family and all this other stuff. Finally, Kelly said, girl, let me scrap myself off of this mattress and I guess address y'all before, because this is annoying. I truly believe it is only because people kept calling her. Like, I think that she really Mm -hmm. knew like people were talking about it, but then it was like, y'all won't let me sleep, I guess. Um... Well, yeah, girl, we don't know if she's alive. We're yeah, worried. We're worried that you may we're, be dead. You know, and... Okay, no, I'm sorry, keep going. And possibly in a ditch. Like, we don't know what's going on. And after niggas was just sitting here complaining about all that coverage that that white girl, Gabby something, I'm so sorry not to be disrespectful, but that white girl whose boyfriend is still missing because Mm. they're like certain that he murdered her Mm. and left her ass out in the desert. Niggas have been talking about how black women and brown women and indigenous women don't get media coverage. Nobody cares when they go missing. So bitch, if it's like, Oh, ain't nobody heard from Kelly price in like two months. Hell yeah. We're going to ask questions. Right. Like, and if we didn't, then it would be damn. Don't nobody care that Kelly price went missing. You niggas don't. Yeah. I sat here and did all this talking about Gabby and y'all ain't saying nothing about. So like, Girl, I know y'all are not really getting irritated with us for actually giving a fuck about a black woman's safety. Like, I know y'all not doing that. We well, don't, I mean, we, it, it makes sense that people would want to see proof of life at yeah. that point. It yeah. does. I guess, you know, her family getting roped up in it and stuff like that had something to do with it. But in this uh, little video thing that she recorded and I guess sent to TMZ because that's who you should have these things um she says that you know she had covid as we knew but at some point during uh being her treatment for it she flatlined she said she died and she was revived by a team of doctors in the hospital they asked her if she knew what year it was holy um, shit yeah all kinds of really frightening shit uh she talked about how um through tears uh, the virus has done like a number on her internal organs, her internal system, Yikes. and she has a an uphill battle to climb before she can get back to what she calls concert ready. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, I would hate to think of what that did to her lungs. Right? Yikes! What if Kelly Price can't sing? Like, anymore? imagine, like you already have to. You know, contend with will I will I live? Right. And will I be Which able is to obviously the bigger question. Normally right. Again. Right. And then here's my bread and butter, you know, my singing voice. Yes. So right. I like, of course, this lady was just like, girl, leave me alone. I'm literally dying. I did die. I can't breathe. That's so I, scary. She also said that at home. She was being visited and called at all times of night by fans and whatever other random people. Not fans. Oh, my God. (laughs) So she literally could not rest, according to her. Oh, no. So she left home and went to an undisclosed location um, where, you know, she's now trying to get better. Not only her, but also her husband, who was caring for her when she was, I guess, first diagnosed, then also got COVID himself. So he's trying to get better. Um, and then she also mentioned that she and her sister have been estranged since her mother's funeral. Her mother, I think, passed late last year. Her grandmother passed right before she was diagnosed with COVID. Kelly's having a time. 
Yeah. She's having a rough time. I completely okay. understand this lady. Much like um, our queen, Michaela Cole, said, disappear. Don't be afraid <laughs> yeah. to disappear. Kelly said, I'm disappearing. Okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at it either. I just see how the internet got worked up into this hysteria, especially when the family's like, yeah, her husband says she okay, but we ain't heard from her. Like, oh, now we really want to know. Like, where is she at? No, nigga. Like, put her on the fucking camera. Let us see her. No shade. I can't understand. Like, if my sister, my sibling knows that we're estranged. You know we don't speak to each other. Therefore, you would not know where I am, sis, because right. we don't but speak. But see, she didn't include that. She didn't say, oh, me and my right. sister fell out last year and I haven't heard from her because that would have been additional context that would have calmed a lot of niggas down. Yes. Especially me. <laughs> like, okay, girl, well, I mean, niggas I stopped talking to last year, I'm still not talking to. So <laughs> they don't know where I'm at right now and never will. So I'm not really concerned that you don't know this, but yeah, conveniently left that information out. Right. Mess. I, I'm very eager to figure out how the brat is involved in this. I'll figure that out later. Well, I looked it up because <laughs> I just had to. Of course. And um, <clears throat> so apparently Nikki Gilbert said that she talked to Kelly Price. And said that she wasn't going to share details and stuff. She was like, if you're like me and you were concerned about her, I just hope you know that, you know, she's good and it does you good. And she's going to be talking about missing women and girls and her own online show called She Speaks Live, where she'll be covering more about this topic and some new star series and all this shit. And so that's when DeBrat was like, girl... Now, if I was talking to my friends and something is wrong or whatever, they not finna get on social media and then turn around and be like, oh, DeBrat's okay, you guys. And just so you know, my documentary Saving DeBrat will be premiering on Instagram Live in three and a half hours. Like, don't use my name to promote my shit when it's something that's like serious going on. And niggas was like really worried. And so we we glad that Kelly is okay and all that. But like, (laughs) don't do all this extra shit right now. You know, like. We're talking about somebody's life and you're being very fucking tacky right now, which I can't argue with. I agree. I agree. The woman who beats bitches over the head with <laughs> bottles made a fucking point. <laughs> she made a fucking point. Okay, Nikki Gilbert, you could have left it alone. You could have just said she's fine. I won't be talking about details, but. You know, let your heart be rested and and rejoice in the Lord that our sister's recovering. I saw a post from Mia X as well. (laughs) That was like, Mia X was like, oh, she's fine. I've, you know, heard her voice myself. You know, she's recovering and right around. And I was like, how the fuck is Mia X more knowledgeable? It was just... Honestly, the way that everything was said, it was just incredibly confusing. Like, right? Of course, as fans, like the people that yeah, don't, yeah, because we her, don't know, right? We don't know that you fell out with your sister, I so didn't. your sister not knowing about your safety, right? That <laughs> we that to me that is not going to make sense until we hear about all this extra. So I'm sorry that it really. I mean, this was not like a Jatavia situation where you it was smart to just ignore it because. Mm-hmm. The police were involved. Like, you don't want the FBI looking for Kelly Price. (laughs) Like, let's just, you know, somebody give me an iPhone real quick and let's address this before it gets even more out of hand than what it already is. But 
I just have to say, if I was Kelly Price, the way I would like refuse to talk to my sister for another 10 years of the strength of that stunt alone. So pissed. Bitch, I rate because you know I don't fuck with you. How dare you do this bullshit? (laughs) Kelly also like referred to her daughter as being like easily manipulated. Or whatever, like her twenty-seven-year-old daughter, her youngest daughter. She didn't really go into details as of how it felt to me, as as if she was trying to say that maybe her sister or other members of the family somehow Mm. also convinced her daughter to be worried or you know caught up in all of this hysteria or whatnot. But it does like now that the dust is is settling, it is Mm -hmm. giving. Were some of y'all just trying to be seen and heard? By yeah. way of this drama. Right. Really thinking perhaps that is it. Because, I mean, the sister, like, she ought to, I mean, truly, you ought to take some time and reflect. Like, what the fuck, you girl? She know have I haven't talked better. to you for a year. Why the fuck would... Maybe she thought this was her way of, like, forcing Kelly into having a conversation with her. But if anything, the fact that I Leave have us to out address this... Right. Leave us out of it. Like you're trying to use the general public to manipulate your sister. That's fucking gross if that's the case. But like, bitch, I don't know how you didn't think that would backfire. Because a bitch like me, baby, you'd be lucky if I'm not fucking scheming on ways to slap you in your goddamn mouth. You caused real problems for me. I'm over here trying to recover from COVID and you caused a real issue for me. The girls asked me if i knew what year it was (laughs) girl like (sighs) leave me out of it right being messy being ridiculous doing the most like nikki gilbert (laughs) kelly i'll be talking about this on my new youtube channel like what Glad to see that you are alive. Yes, very glad you're okay, and, and I hope you make a full recovery. Yeah, she, and good it, luck not beating your sister's so ass. Sad, right? I would be so pissed. Ooh, oh my god! Like levels of pissivity never seen before. Um, last but not least, R. Kelly has been found guilty on all counts of racketeering and sex trafficking, uh, as uh, as far as the trial in New York is concerned uh unfortunately for me there apparently was no word on uh whether he was stricken with grief because masks so mm-hmm. um couldn't tell i guess how he reacted to it directly in the situation of course it seems as his attorney plans on appealing as soon as they got the opportunity of to of course Cause they compared this nigga to like Martin Luther King Jr. or some shit. So I know everybody over there is high on the wrong things. Um, he could be facing decades in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, this one verdict uh, or sentencing is concerned. And then he still has charges in Illinois and mm-hmm. charges in Minnesota. The Illinois charges include child pornography and obstruction. And then Minnesota is two counts of engaging in prostitution with the minor and ag- aggravated criminal sexual abuse. The jury uh, deliberated Friday afternoon. They reached a verdict Monday afternoon. This is after 11 victims testified against him in court. And six weeks this trial took place. Uh, including all kinds of graphic testimony, 
And yeah, so uh, it's what she deserves. <laughs> Goodbye. True. Yeah, I did not shed a tear. I, I shan't. I, ugh, it's just hard to. It's kind of mind blowing. It is. I mean, it's it's mind blowing that he's finally having to pay after like 30 years of niggas talking yeah. about the nasty shit that R. Kelly does. Um, and although I have a lot of empathy for him as far as like the shit he went through when he was a child, he had a very mm-hmm. fucked up upbringing in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, this shit was beyond disgusting and you were clearly not able to be stopped. So, right. Um, R. Kelly, I mean, and even now acts like, acts like he doesn't d- understand why people are making such a big deal out of it or that he didn't like he, it's like he, some part of him believes that he's really not in the wrong for the things he has done. And that is just, really too much for me to handle but i saw that he's facing anywhere from like 10 to 100 fucking years in prison i think each one of these could charges carries like likely very die. well die in prison right um <laughs> likely and also won't but not being sentenced till may i guess that's how long it's gonna take for whatever i don't know what the feds charges look like or mm. maybe they're waiting for the other cases to go maybe. to trial or anticipating all these different um, his attorneys doing everything they can to keep him out of jail but I just more than anything I feel for the victims I feel for the ones we know about and the ones we don't I feel for the ones who wow. never who did not live to see this day uh, and the yeah like this is just is absolute terror that he has inflicted in these people's lives and and it's like, I don't want to like tr- trigger anyone. It's just like, yeah. at the same time, even when things like this happen, for victims, there's mm-hmm. like, there's still, I think, a level of emotion Ooh. that is very hard to understand, to overcome, to deal with. Like not every victim sees their abuser, their attacker, the person that like ruined their life, you know, be brought to justice and they're just like wounds healed, peace line yep. girls. You right. like a lot of them still go in like throes of emotion and not really knowing what to it's just, it's like I just don't know that enough can really be said for the people who have been put through the shit that niggas like this put them through, you know? Right. So it's just, I heard about this offhand. Somebody mentioned it to me, like <laughs> literally we were like having a good day. <laughs> literally. It was just like, I saw and then like oh, today's having, like we're having a good day. And, <laughs> and this person was like, this happened and that happened. And R. Kelly was found guilty. And I was like, what? <laughs> Adding right on to the joy. And add on, like, on some would you like fries with that type shit. (laughs) And the fries are free. And here goes some cheese to go with them, too, bitch. And seasoned, yes. Bacon. Bacon (laughs) and cheese. Whatever you like on your fries, you're getting it for free today, girl. It's your birthday, bitch. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, it's just... 
it's honestly kind of surreal because I did not think I just really thought R. Kelly was going to get away with it forever. I really mm-hmm. did not think he would ever face um, any real consequences. And so to have this happen and then reading about like the two other cases in Chicago and some random solicitation case in Minnesota, it's like, oh, nigga, you are going to jail, jail. jail, jail. Like, And I don't I don't know if it's going to be some fuck up with the D.A. or whatever this time that'll get you out like it did for Bill Cosby. I don't I don't think that's going to happen Who knows? this time. But, you know, I just it's this many cases, though. It's like you're going to it's court multiple times, multiple jurisdictions. Time, you are in trouble, bitch. And this is Rico. Like you're in you're in big, big, big trouble. And you're already what is R. Kelly like almost 60? Yeah, it's 58. Did you think that having telling your victims that they had to write letters talking about how great you were? Did you think that was going to work in your favor? Why? Why would you think that? Why would you think? Because his fucking attorney (laughs) thinks that he is somehow comparable to Martin Luther King. No, his attorney is saying that because it is an attorney's job to advocate for their client. To be outrageous and ridiculous. Yes, yes. Attorneys, I don't know. (laughs) Attorneys are allowed to lie on behalf of their clients for a reason, not like under oath. But them people don't actually. They know as well as we do that R. Kelly is guilty as fuck. But their job is to get him off. Period. That is their job. And so that is what they can focus on. And they will say any manner of absolute dumb shit to try to make that happen. They well, God, here we are. Yes. Thank you, I guess. It's roaming around. For this, for this blessing, it's bittersweet. But I'm just so glad to see somebody pay for the terrible, terrible things that they did to black women and girls and boys. But, you know, we only just now found out about that part. Child, that's it for the Hot Tops this week. We're going oh my to God. take a break. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's time for your letters. It is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Um, we're going to keep it short this week since we are running out of time. Here's one quick question, though, from somebody who wants to know if you've seen Marvel's What If? And they said that Chadwick and Michael B. Jordan reprised their roles, which I was like, wait a minute, what? So Chadwick filmed this before he died? Yeah. Oh, now I have to watch it. It's an animated... Uh like Marvel series on Disney plus that kind of like the title implies goes, Hey, what if this happened with these characters and like an mm. alternate universe? And so black Panther or T'Challa is in the series in a different way. And the same thing for oh. Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger character, but they reprise the roles. Like they voice the characters Oh, okay. Again, it's a lot of fun, especially because they get to be very different than, you know, the characters that you know them mm-hmm. as. But they got to act as those characters in different ways and different tone and stuff like that. And it was really fun and bittersweet because it's like, yeah, yeah. it's, his, oh, man. Okay. Well, I feel. <laughs> now I'm going to watch it because you look all soft and, and tender. I mean, it's it it is fun. You know, it's not like the best Marvel show ever, but that definitely I I was in it for that best episode. I okay. think it was like the second episode is when he pops up for the first time. Um, but it's like fun from the nerd perspective and then also it's like, oh man. there's episodes okay yeah it's a series but i think i thought it was just like a special like a one-off type thing yeah i don't know if they're gonna do multiple seasons but it's yeah just yeah no we don't i mean we don't want it without i mean i don't want it without um chadwick if he fucking recorded the first season or whatever so Okay, well, I will fire up the Disney Plus at some point this weekend when I feel like crying and. Oh, and play Kana Bridge of Spirits on your PlayStation. Who? Kana? How you spell it? Kana. K E N A. Bridge of Spirits. Why do I don't know why there have been so many great games about like people that help okay. spirits cross over, but that's essentially what Kana is. But it's more of like a mix between like I don't know Zelda and Pikmin, maybe. Oh, okay. I think Spirit Fair also put out an update that I they did. They did. So I need to hurry up and do that and sign on to do that. Okay. I have. I keep a list of all the video games you tell me to play. Kane is like literally playing a Pixar movie. It it looks exact. (gasps) It looks like a Disney film. Oh, thank you so much. Now I won't go to bed, and I really need like. (laughs) <laughs> the characters and then you make these little cute little like, spirit friends called the rot and they're like these little black cute squishy guys and they follow you around and do tasks with you and you help spirits Aww. cross over okay oh all right i'm gonna play that for real and i'll tell you how much i love it yeah all right um our first question this week comes from abby who says my boyfriend and i have been together for almost three years he's a great man and i love him a lot what's the problem he's yeah. jamaican and oh, well there it is <laughs> 
You had terrible time. <laughs> the worst time. <laughs> or the best. <laughs> what do you lie about, girl? <laughs> How many are pregnant? Okay. When we first started dating, sometimes he would show me posts or messages on his mm-hmm. Facebook. And I would see him calling other women baby or baby girl. Oh, okay. It really annoyed me. But he explained yeah. that it's pretty normal in Jamaican culture to say those things without it actually meaning anything. <laughs> However, it's true. I still didn't like him calling other women the same thing that he calls me. And he understood and stopped. Okay. Here is where I think I might be going a little bit crazy or I might be too jealous. So she's admitting this might be her. Mm -hmm. He's friends, quote unquote, with a lot of women he doesn't actually know in real life, which to me personally is weird. I don't have Facebook or even Instagram, but when I did, I only friended people I know or celebrities. Sometimes these women be posting pictures and they look really good. And it's not that I'm jealous or worried about him being faithful because he's allowed to look. But it's very annoying to me that he presses like or love on these posts. And I get all worked up when I see it. Like, damn, do you really have to go out of your way to like their pictures? Do you think I'm being overly sensitive or jealous? And how would you guys deal with this if you were in my shoes? Thanks, Abby. See, you stereotype the Jamaican man. He wasn't even doing nothing wrong. <laughs> We don't know. Anything wrong? You was so ready for this nigga to be like, I got three women pregnant. <laughs> um. Wow. Mm. So this nigga's basically just liking pictures. He's liking pictures. I mean, he's friends with women that he doesn't actually know, just random so strangers, not. and then they're not famous or anything. They're just women. Pretty. Probably. Internet friends, right? Or just probably, girls. Yeah. right? Or just girls. Um, so she does not like. It's okay for him to follow them, but she doesn't like the fact that he likes, or I guess Facebook will let you love a post. That's, that's dumb. And she, so and this is something like she's not sneaking to look on his phone. It's like he's looking and showing her these things, and then she sees the little love or whatever, and she's like, "Nigga, how dare you?" So wait, he's is she being? Overly sensitive or jealous? And how would you deal with this if you were in Abby's shoes? <sighs> I mean, let me be honest with you. At nearly 30, 34, how old am I? Nearly 34, I'm just, it's, listen, when I'm in a situation where I'm comfortable with us mm-hmm. and we have a level of trust which is just <laughs> integral and anything. so important <laughs> so important like away they could be nudes <laughs> for all i care like now Truly. if i feel like they're bad nudes and you like them then i'm gonna be like damn well what the fuck do i look like you know then we we need to speak but it's like not you being judgmental about the nude quality. Like, nigga, you liking these grainy ass bitches? Like, what is that giving? You know? What you, <laughs> so, what do you find attractive? Why are that we That bitch didn't even rub her camera off first. So, right, you over exactly. here loving that shit. This shit is blurry, niggas. Chicken grease all on the lens. Like, what's Windex cost these days? <laughs> you can that make mirror? your own Windex. Come on. <laughs> At home. Um, 
So, yeah, I feel like liking pictures is just who cares? Mm-hmm. Type of, I mean, that's what they're for, you know? Like, that's right. the most basic form of engagement, especially with people that are, quote-unquote, friends of yours. If these are people that he has, like, no connection with and he just salivates over them all day long with while scratching his balls in front of the game and, you know, just liking pictures of girls and he pays you no mind or whatever, then, yeah, mm-hmm. just break up with him. And it's not even just because he's liking pictures because he's gross. But right. if he's just liking pictures of girls that he calls friends, whether they're sexy or not, I just, like, I just think it's unattractive to be pressed over that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think that there's actually a lot more power in in being the furthest thing away from pressed when it comes to that. Right. Like, don't let this, like, <laughs> stop letting these niggas see you sweat, but especially over shit like that. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's it's super not worth it. It's not cute. Yeah. And it's actually, I think, will do you far more favors if a nigga feels like you don't remember his name. To be honest with you. Stay detached. It's too late for that though. You know, three yeah, years together. You know I mean? She she yeah, she's she's all in. Actually, no, it's not. It's never too late to flip the script. Okay. It's never too late strategy. to flip a switch on a nigga. Absolutely. Never. Strategy. Actually, it's I'm not perfect time it. to do that. Because that's giving what's the tea? Like what what happened? <laughs> um, I wouldn't One recommend just doing that out of nowhere. That's a little <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's interesting that, that she said that she's not like jealous or worried about him cheating. And That's yet she true. has this reaction to right liking pictures. It's like, I think you are actually worried about or concerned. There's like, because wh- what else is this based in? Then? Yeah, what could be the problem then? What is the problem with him liking Does he pictures not like of women? Yours? If it's not, well, she doesn't have these apps anymore so she doesn't so have these that's what i'm <laughs> what the fuck is the problem sister right if you were posting <laughs> if you were posting back shots and selfies and he never double tapped but all of his homegirls got loved then that then i would be like okay yeah. what's right what's it giving but you're not on the gram you mm. claim you're, you're not worried about him cheating on you and he's doing right. what people do for their friends' pictures. Right. They this like is very him. normal activity. If he was leaving like disgust and filthy comments or something, that would even be something else. But a like We could by discuss itself, certain emojis. Right, right. Exactly. Like yeah. the the dick emoji should never be used. Nor the peach emoji. Even right. The none of the no, none of them. Like nothing none that's dickish. None of that should ever be happening. Hard like, eyes. Anything with a tongue out. No, um, no, I'll break up with you for that tongue out emoji. You got me it fucked is, up. I don't give a fuck which one it is. Because what on that bitch you trying to lick? It shouldn't What's be the, nothing. I, nothing. Not one fucking thing. No you reason You actually don't even, you don't, should not even be see. using emojis. At all, <laughs> but, really. <laughs> but I just think a like or a love, whatever. <laughs> it feels so stupid to even say that out loud. That is dumb. <laughs> that is dumb. It, I just feel like this is I, it's not something I would get worked up about so I think if I were you I would ask myself am I really am I a little bit pressed that maybe I think these girls look good and I'm a little threatened by that and I feel like maybe my man likes that more than me or something like that because if that's the case then you should tell him about how you're feeling let him reassure you as he should that you don't have nothing to worry about 
And then remind yourself that even if he does cheat on you, you cannot control that. I'm not even going to say nothing about him being Jamaican. That was so stereotypical what Kid Fury did. And I'm not even going to bring that up. I, I would just, <laughs> just say that you can never control another person's actions. So maybe you should say, okay, you know what? I'm secure in what I will do if this nigga cheats on me. Because I can't Boom. control what That's he does. But I know that if he cheats on me, I'm leaving his dusty black ass. Or I know that I am going to buy the dress pour Windex in his, <laughs> his fucking engine. <laughs> like, I know what I am going to do to exact my revenge or just leave this nigga. Like, I just feel like you should be. We cannot control other people's actions. And so be secure in yourself and know that you will take care of yourself regardless of what he does. And then just try to enjoy your relationship because you have to be vulnerable if you really going to be in love with a nigga. I'm sorry, you have to. And that sucks. sucks. But it's true. Vulnerability is garbage. (laughs) I don't recommend it. But if you insist on being in love, I just don't think you can do it in a healthy way without vulnerability. And you have to have trust, like a real trust between the two of you. So Sounds like you need to do some deep thought and then have a conversation with your man if you really are feeling insecure in some way. And then, you know, reassure yourself that you can take care of you regardless of what he does. I get that you're like big in love, but you should still um, be in a mindset of taking care of yourself even when you're in a relationship. Yeah, I think the advice of like going for the plan now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because know what you're, you're gonna right. do you can't stop none of these niggas from cheating on you period like mm-hmm. let's stand and you in shouldn't that. even be if he's gonna do it that. exactly if he's gonna you want to end it, up <laughs> if she's gonna do it if they're gonna do it it's going to happen there's nobody that you can intimidate yes. there's nobody that you can block there's nothing yes. that you can say there's nothing that you can do wear cook that's gonna nope. stop a cheater from cheating on you it's just gonna happen so what mm-hmm. you can do is yes. know who you are what you're worth and mm-hmm. have your things prepared if that does happen hopefully it doesn't but if it does mm-hmm. what the tea is I mm-hmm. say buy the freedom dress today. I say decide exactly what the cutout is going to be giving or the illusion mm-hmm. and have that somewhere in the back of your closet. Because if it happens, you're putting that bitch on and you're hitting free before 12. And it just is what right. it is. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's the plan. I think mm-hmm. that you need to just go ahead and be solid in who you are and what you have to offer and let them and, and, and stand in the fact that it will be that bitch's loss. Right. Because if you don't, you're going to end up like one of them high yellow women on Real Housewives of Potomac who spent the last 30 years of their lives begging niggas to stop cheating on them and monitoring every single thing these men say and do in the hopes of catching them or keeping them from doing something. When all the while, them bitches could have been free mentally and physically. (laughs) You don't actually have to check up on niggas. You can just let niggas fuck up and then leave. You can do that. Uh, but good luck to you, Abby, um, working through that. But I <laughs> I think you can get to a conclusion here that does not involve leaving your men. Unless he really is cheating. In which case, ha, girl, you knew it, didn't you? You did. You did. <laughs> now what you gonna do? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, our last letter comes from Josh, who says, Dear Chrislyn Kifiri, I am a gay. Oh, it just says I am a gay. I am a gay. <laughs> and recently... <laughs> I really hoped that it that it did. Just it just says I am a gay. <laughs> that, and it does. 
And recently I was talking to a guy that I met online. <laughs> we went on a couple of dates and everything seemed fine. He kind of seemed different from other guys that I've met before. I honestly hate to admit this since I have only known this man for a couple of weeks, but I saw myself being in a relationship with him. Plus the things we were talking about made me think that things were going to go further. One day he FaceTimed me and for some reason I just had a bad feeling in my stomach. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was not good. And that night I did not get any sleep. I was waking up every hour. What? That morning I texted him asking him about how he slept. And he said that he was up all night thinking about us and that he doesn't think that it's a good idea for us to date each other. He said he likes me as a person, but he doesn't have romantic desires and doesn't want to lead me on. He then showered me with all these compliments like, oh, you're so sweet and smart and cute. <laughs> Just to just to soften the blow, um, but I wished him well and then deleted his number. Work. I know I'm not supposed to be invested in this nigga because I've only known him for a little while, but this same situation always happens to me. It doesn't matter who I talk to; it just ends with the guy telling me that he likes me, but he doesn't see things going further. It's gotten to the point now where I just force myself to be mad at whoever the man is, so I won't be sad and end up possibly falling into a depressive state. My question is, how can I stop blaming myself when a person wants to stop talking to me? I honestly feel like it's my fault because this same situation has happened to me over and over again. Please help. Thanks, Josh. Um, well, Josh, I think that first of all, you have to kind of give yourself a break in terms of like, what all of this stuff means like in general mm. like you're dating you know right and i understand you know the desire to be like booed up coupled up enough like totally get that um but dating is just about feeling things out getting mm -hmm. to know people you know trying your best to go into situations um without getting too tied up uh, at first and stuff like that. But even if you do, there's still a lot of risk involved. Like you said earlier, right. you got to be vulnerable to a certain degree. Trash. <laughs> um, but I guess I would maybe look at it, try to look at it more as like, I was thinking of guess who, but that's the wrong game. I'm thinking of a game that goes with pairing. Am I thinking of? No, it's not what solitaire. No, like a game about a card game where you pair things. Go fish. I don't think I ever played go fish, but maybe. Oh wow. Um, I feel like there's a very obvious game that we're missing here. <laughs> it's all about matches, right? <laughs> And okay. what I'm saying is, okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, rather than being looking at this like, oh, this didn't work out, this person just wants to be my friend, or this, you know, this person doesn't see a relationship with me or whatever, something is wrong with me, maybe look at it like, this isn't my match, this isn't my match, this person is not my match, mm -hmm. right? Because... That's more likely what is going on. It's not like right. no one is out there for you. No one out there is going to see you for the dope person that you are. 
You know, it's just maybe that you oh, are man. not meeting your matches. Now, there are sometimes some questions you can ask yourself, like, what is the common denominator with these niggas? Are you meeting and dating a lot of the same type of nigga? Could um, be. Is there something that maybe we could switch up in terms of who's coming to sit on the other side of that table when it comes to the dates? Um but I think overall, maybe it might help to just kind of look at these lessons like, you know, potential suitors or something that, you know, measures your value as a person or a partner and just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this isn't the one for me. I don't know. Maybe think of it as like trying on shoes or right something. <laughs> you just keep going until you get the shit that fits and don't if it doesn't you don't try and make it mm-hmm. you're gonna walk around and eventually you're gonna get corns and bunions mm-hmm. right and fuck your feet up for something that was never good for you in the first place right. you just needed a different fit some yeah. other size that was right for you what the fuck i like that analogy no that makes a lot of sense actually because niggas be trying to force themselves into shit that do not work yes and like relationships are work but it should not be all that so um, I feel for you. That's a rough space to be in to feel like, damn, these niggas like I just can't seem to catch a break in the dating world. Um mm-hmm. and it's easy to internalize that, like, oh, if nobody right. wants to pursue things with me, it means something's wrong with me. I'm trash. I'm this, I'm that. Um and hmm, I don't know, because I've definitely it's not like I've never felt that way before. I have, but I just kind of feel like miss one dyke, next 15, another dyke is coming. Like, it's very true. Everybody is not possibly going to work out for me because um, I'm very particular about the kinds of personalities I have around me. And it is just a fact that most people are not going to be that. So it's <laughs> simple math. It just is. It is. Right. It's Yeah. Like, I don't want to start talking about like statistics and probabilities, but (laughs) the number of people I actually want around me in a romantic space is it's it's a low number of niggas out there overall. So, um, I don't know if you don't have a therapist, I would recommend um, talking to a therapist because you might have some underlying stuff going on there about like your own self-worth. But I think it's just important to remember that. Dating is hell. Nobody likes it. Like, <laughs> niggas who are married be like, Whoo, what is it? What, what is it like out there for y'all? Is it still trash? Is it still the absolute garbage fire that it used to be? And it's like, girl, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> They're all living on these apps and everybody's a fucking influencer and you dating niggas now and they want you to uh, fucking take their pictures for a photo shoot outside of a fucking brick building or something like girl i'm weary and i do not want to do this like it's worse so (laughs) um whatever flaws you think you may have there are billions of people in this world somebody likes you the way you are it's not that you need to be changed as a person but it's this is a difficult process and it sucks when you're especially if you're the type to be like super hard eye emoji and just wide open and ready for love every time you leave the house like (laughs) it's got to be much harder if you're if you've been on a few dates and you're already thinking about moving in with a nigga so also like back to the 
my you know favorite analogy the the bus the 15 minute <laughs> bus mm. like even if you had this situation with five niggas this year alone do you know how many niggas there are out here oh even yeah. just gay and black so many you know what so i mean many. it's like i'm not going to diminish the fact that it is incredible like dating is hard for the queer community, especially. Yeah. Um, and then if you're looking for someone of quality. Uh, there are options, though. Like, it's not. <laughs> it can, it can look saying. bleak. It, it can, can look, look bleak. bleak. Oh, and it can like, look bad. <laughs> even one bad experience or like sucky experience can be draining enough to make you just question ever dating. Yeah. But. You got to remember that there are so many niggas out here. Like, don't think, mm-hmm. don't get yeah. to, to, you know, beating yourself up and start right. judging yourself because a scoop of niggas have been like, I think you're dope. I want to be friends with you or I don't see this going anywhere. So there's so, like, there are so many niggas, probably even in your city alone, you could probably live in a small town and they're still going like you have options. love. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Don't get into yourself. Don't get to beating yourself up. Go in the opposite direction and get to loving on yourself before you get to hating yourself. And then go back and hit the streets when you're ready to. And I'm still a firm believer in that (laughs) the nigga will find you before you go and find them. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, it can feel really hopeless, but you're just looking for one nigga. Just one. It's just one. I mean, unless you're not. But if you are, if you're looking for, like, that boyfriend and that hashtag family life or whatever. You know, you just need one of them to not be complete trash. (laughs) And, you know, I feel like it will happen for you. um, But, yeah, there's just this. I don't know you as a person, so I can't speak to what all could be at the root of why you feel this way. Um, That's why I recommended seeing a therapist. But, you know, we nobody. I mean, it. Rare is the person who's like, oh, my God, I love this process of trying to make a deep spiritual connection with another person. Nobody enjoys that shit. People enjoy casual fucking and going to the club, random hookups, shit like that. But the process of like. (laughs) It's true. But like trying to find love. mm -mm, I'm sorry. Nobody. It's not fun. So. Uh, Be gentle and patient with yourself, Josh, on your journey. And let us know when you find your man. Send us an invite to the wedding. I would love to be there. (laughs) I mean, I'm probably not going to come, but in theory, I would love to be there. So I might send you a gift. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's end it there this week. If you have questions for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. 
Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the Power of Talking Out in Therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. It is now time for the read. Take it away, Chriselle. Well, I really don't have much to say this week. I just wanted to say, first of all, no, I really, I really do not. Um, My mental health is terrible lately, and I am just trying to get through school without failing. I wept yesterday. (laughs) Uh, I've been weeping for like two weeks, and the retrograde started. had one of those. I am in hell. I can't breathe. My eyes are swelling up. It is so bad. It's so bad. I don't know why it is so bad yeah. right now, but Jesus Christ. It's like, can a bitch just have a break? Like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't like, hit me up yeah, all concerned or whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah. but you know, it's just yeah. struggling. Therapy, therapy, weed, wine. <laughs> My medications, okay. My oh, mommy. Okay. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yes, that's. Even my I dad looks away from the game and is like, <laughs> tells me he's proud of me and stuff. I wasn't even going <laughs> say yeah. nothing, but I love that you're. I mean, since Issa has told your secret, now are we going to talk about it finally on the show or not? Okay, we're about. not. Yeah. All right, so that's fine. Um, I just wanted to say <laughs> to. <laughs> To the FedEx employee who made a TikTok video about how he does not deliver packages to homes if they have Black Lives Matter flags or (laughs) Joe Biden or Kamala Harris stuff. What? Yes. So Vincent Paterno, who worked at FedEx (laughs) and was wearing his FedEx his uniform (sighs) and in a delivery truck, posted a TikTok um, saying that uh, if you got that Black Lives Matter bullshit or that Camel Toe Harris bullshit in your house, I'm not delivering your shit. I'm gonna bring it back and I'm gonna keep doing that shit and fuck you. <laughs> and so, of course, the users of TikTok were not having this shit, flooded it to FedEx, and then FedEx said, um, yeah, this individual is no longer with the company. We are absolutely appalled and don't know what the fuck that nigga was thinking. Meanwhile, me neither. He posted another TikTok saying that he was not fired. Thank you very much. He quit. Work. <laughs> and like, said, I didn't know I could get fired when I didn't work there anymore, which is like, okay, sister, we all know so that. What the fuck were you talking about, bitch? FedEx called you into the big conference room and yes. said, Have you heard of TikTok? <laughs> Been there, honey. I wouldn't even go say it. Deep lore. Yeah. I'll just never forget reading that. And it was just literally sending you. It was literally just a quick you. We hadn't said, even met at that time. We hadn't. And yeah. I just said, I feel like this is a good You were end. literally the one that were like, You're, they're going to find you. And then they do it. <laughs> oh, girl. 
<laughs> I just remember it so clearly. I remember thinking this. I'll never won't forget it. Yeah. Go well. Highlight of my life. Yeah. You got called into the big conference room with okay. like three or four niggas in the big. I was talking about oh, yeah. Vincent, but you as Vincent, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like I told you, they're gonna Google Kid Fury <laughs> and see your YouTube. <laughs> They said, Vincent, have you heard of, uh, have you heard of TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) And you knew right then what the fuck was going on. And I think they, you know, you probably had the choice to leave or not, but either way, you weren't going to be working there. Yeah, that was the end of your job. (sighs) And that was incredibly fucking stupid. Just don't know what you were thinking. (laughs) Like, did you, you must didn't need this job. This must have been a job you did for fun. On the side, you didn't need the insurance Clearly. or the check or none of it. You were doing this for the absolute hell of it. Because, girl, what would make you think you could say this shit as an employee? But not just an employee. You're in the fucking uniform and in the fucking truck. Like, you, it could not be more, hi, I'm a representative of FedEx. And these are my views about black people. Like, Hello, just I'm Mr. So FedEx. I'm Mr. John <laughs> Jacob FedEx. <laughs> I own the company, and here's how. It oh works. man, yeah. Who the fuck like, do you think that you are, bitch? So, so, so stupid. So I was glad to see that that dumb bitch is no longer with FedEx. Um, secondly, I wanted to say to the Dykes who are fine. I don't know how to put this in a nice way because I have no business saying it, but um, I don't follow you to see your wife. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. I get that you're in love, but like, I don't follow you for that. I'm not even following you to be disrespectful. Like I would never, if I know you're married, I'm never going (laughs) to show up in your DMs. Like what's up? I'm never going to do that. I'm not that bitch, but I don't follow your wife. I just don't follow your wife. I follow you for a specific purpose. And your wife is fucking that up. (laughs) Which is the point. I know. I'm just saying. (sighs) Somebody who plays for the Phoenix Mercury is very bad about this. (laughs) And it's endlessly frustrating. I had to unfollow her on Instagram because it's like everything her wife posts, she reposts. And I'm like, oh, my God. We get it. You're married. Why do you keep fucking up the fantasy? Like, God damn. Okay. Shit. Fuck. <sighs> Phoenix Mercury sounds like a power plant. Oh, I love that you don't know what it is. <laughs> I love that you don't, Mr. Sports Analyst. Of course I know what it is. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be, but one of their one of their players. Oh, oh, is it obvious? Because we can talk about the Phoenix Mercury's most recent game. <laughs> right. Exactly. This Let's isn't not even do it. Shorts, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, I mean, but she's she's not the only one, but she's the one who inspired this rant. Like, you know, you fine. You know, you fine. Yeah. So, like. This is such a specific lesbian thing because it's like I it's just, not even just because a lesbian that posts her wife is going to like mm-hmm, it's, it's yeah. 
It's in, and that's the thing, like they be obsessed with their wives, yeah. and I get it, but like God, like you know, you fine, and that's not what I'm here for. It's I'm just incessant. And like everything she posts, do we need? Does it really have to be re- like every single thing she? Okay, I get it. You love her, but I don't know her. I'm here to look at you, but all right, I understand. But I'm annoyed, but I get it. Um, so just please stop, please. If you're fine, and I follow you, I follow you because you're fine. And I don't want to see your wife. Just as as little. I get it. It's Christmas. You know, it's her birthday. But every day. Really? Every day with your wife? Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm serious. This is like, I have such few joys. (laughs) It is something, though, when, like, a solo page becomes a a group page. Yes. Where it's like, oh, Girl, like, <laughs> yes. Fuck, damn it. Does uh, she have a page of her own? And she does. We can see her username. We just don't want to follow her. We are here to look at you. Guess what, sweetheart? If I wanted an endless stream of your misses, I could go there directly by I way of your bio, where you've put right. the ring emoji directly <laughs> next to her handle. <laughs> We get it. That's all I'm saying. We get it. <laughs> the case. You're in love. Niggas do this shit too. Like, not as often <sighs> as women do, obviously, because girls love right. girls in a different they way. They be so upset. Right, right. And I'm not, I, obviously, I understand, but like, girl, please. <laughs> on both sides. Like, so. just, can we just, I just want to look. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's fair. And then this last part is not even a read. I just, when you talked about, you said something earlier that made me think of this, but the other day, um, Gordy went on a weed run for me and was dropping it off at the house. Probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Maybe not. Anyway, well, it's legal now. Mm-hmm. He had me, um, had me looking at Q-Force on Netflix. Have you heard of this show? Yes. So apparently the trailer, I never saw the trailer or anything. I never heard of it at all till Gordy had me watching it. And I guess the trailer had people thinking it was going to be like real white gayish and real like irritating or whatever. When, but when I tell you, this was one of the funniest fucking TV shows <laughs> I have seen all year. I'm obsessed. I've rewatched the whole season twice now when I fucking love this show i love it so much that the main black character has bright green eyes and it does not bother me <laughs> well it's a cartoon so like yes less it's a cartoon off-putting when it's in right it's a little less off-putting because at mm. first i was definitely like you got me looking at a bitch in color context gordy like her turn this off but it is so fucking funny um incredibly talented cast i'm not gonna give away too much of it but I just, I adore every character and it's just extremely well done. So go watch Q-Force if you're looking for something on Netflix, something gay. I don't know if I would recommend it to straights. It might be outside of straight understanding, but I'm not, because there are a lot of gay references. You need to be watching this shit anyway and then Google. Like, we've done it for your fucking straight garbage for fucking ever. You can take two seconds to watch something gay and learn something. There's a tiny... A tiny little skinny white gay boy character whose name is Twink, literally Twink, oh, God. and he is a drag queen, a master of disguise. Uh-uh. 
And Twink's references are like at one point Twink says to somebody, it's not right, but it's okay. Thunderpuss remix. And I feel like the gays wow. automatically know. <laughs> that is right. Yes, it is so good. So go watch Q4 series. I'm, I'm familiar with it. it. I just like if you could see the list of things I'm trying to like catch up on. Yeah, no, I understand, but I'm just saying to the people out there, if you're looking for something, highly recommend Q Force Sean Hayes voices the lead character, Wanda Sykes voices the black one. Um mm. Uh, a yeah, lot of notable names throughout the um uh oh Aunt Jackie from Roseanne plays one of the main female characters. Lori Metcalf um, is in it? Yes, yes, yes. And it's just so good. Like the storyline went places I did not expect it to go, and it's just incredibly I cannot say enough good things about it. So yes, Q Force. Truly enjoyed it, and thank you to the people who made it. And that's it. I'm done. All right, work. Yeah. Well, for me, I will simply say <clears throat> Um, I know we went to to the sick and shut in list last week, but this is not even really uh, an address um, to the unvaccinated queen. Um, I really want to talk about. <laughs> I was not going to bring that up. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm, I was not going to say nothing about this. I refuse gonna... to believe that's real. There is a layer to that that I just don't know, like okay. because we don't know her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I refuse to believe that you did all of that. And anyway, that's not even what right. this is about. Let me okay. stay on okay. because I don't. I intentionally steered away from that. Okay, so, all right. You should be fucking ashamed and disgusted with yourself if you participated in harassing Jennifer Huff after that goddamn interview. You know that um, mm, the yes. victim of Kenneth mm-hmm. Petty's assault, Jennifer, right. did an interview on The Real this past or yep. last week um, where she spoke very emotionally and in incredible detail <laughs> about um, what Kenneth did to her, um, how he was arrested. Mm-hmm. And how Nikki and all of this other stuff has transpired since. And of course, the most devout members of the cult of Barbie took it upon themselves to go and send this woman death threats, harass her, and do all of this other stuff. Oh my God. And I just want you to know, like, bitch, you can you can love this woman with all of your heart and also shut the fuck up and sit down somewhere. Amen. And it's not hard. It's free. Yep. <laughs> they let you do it whenever you want. Like, you can do it whenever you want to. She will be fine. And if she isn't, it's going to be dumb shit like you motherfucking cockamamie dumbasses running around and attacking people that have already been through enough. Enough over this slew foot dumbass that she motherfucking married. Y'all bitches don't even like him. You don't even like him. You don't even like him. You spent a good portion of time before she had a baby with him, before mm-hmm. they were like known to be married or whatever, flaming him for good goddamn reason. That didn't even have to do with the rape. Usually had to do with the fact that he ain't got no goddamn job and he can't dress. Yep. And things yep. of that, that, you know what I'm saying? But, Mm -hmm. like, let's add the fact that he's also a rapist on top of it. 
But now it's affecting your fave in a way or, or her publicity in a way that she doesn't favor. So you don't favor it. And you will do and say, well, like, at what point are you a person? You could literally right. just be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck that my fave is married, you know, to somebody that raped someone to a sex offender or whatever. And she don't give a fuck about it. I'm never going to hate her. Cool. That's your decision. That's your business, Why are you right? jumping into this lady's DMs and harassing her for her? At what point are y'all going to grow the fuck up? That's not going to happen. But y'all should truly be ashamed of that behavior. Like, I don't even have it for her. Because I don't know what mama's over there doing. Because then like, it makes me think about how Nikki was like, oh, you know, like how she tried to make it seem like this was some white girl accusing him. Which gags me because shit. I, I'm like, this bitch? I what? never listened to whatever it is that she said about this on Queen Radio yeah. because, you know, that's not my ministry. So I never assumed that this person was white. But when I saw the amount yeah. of people that did listen to it that were like, damn, I thought this was a white woman the way that she painted it. I was like, what? Why? Because she said that. She's like, oh, you know, but white is right, though, right? Like, she definitely tried to make it seem like some white woman had came out of nowhere to accuse him of this. Or not I mean, even came out I of nowhere. If I thought that like, it was a white woman, I probably would have been like, well, let me hear everything about this. My <laughs> so, I mean, let's, let's be honest. With history, what the yeah, fuck am I supposed no. to do? Right, but I... I don't know why. I never... Maybe because Nikki lies a lot, but I just never See, paid that all that much attention. And she's clearly like not above saying and doing stupid shit on behalf of some nigga who don't deserve all this protection. So I just said, yeah, we'll, we'll see what come out in the rents and what came out in the rents. A non cracker is what I don't know what she is, but white ain't it. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, you, do you see the, like mom, child, she is fine. I mean, she's not. You know what I mean? But not because of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oddly enough, it's. And of course, the stands are doing the most. Of course, they are. I'm not even. Even the fucking like, anti vaxxer shit is, is y'all's goddamn fault because you demanded that the bitch leave her motherfucking house and baby to go put on a fucking gown for you dumbasses at the fucking gala or whatever. And then that loot, you know, spiraled into her deciding to tell too much of her goddamn business and opinions and talk about nut sex. Y'all, again, <laughs> shut up. Everybody be quiet. Um, and then last but not least, I want to say that they have announced over at Nintendo that they are working on releasing a Super Mario film, um, uh, a real, I'm assuming CG Super Mario movie is due in theaters December 21st, 2022. Oh. Okay. Nobody needed this, but why not? Super Mario <laughs> is literally one of the, you know, highest grossing forms of media or whatever in the world. Right. So here we go with the the voice cast, as was announced at the latest oh, Nintendo Direct. No. Oh, no. Please don't say Nintendo it. Nintendo Direct. At the latest Nintendo <laughs> Direct. Please don't say it. Christopher Pratt will be the no! voice of Super Mario. Not the worst, Chris. Why? 
I don't even. What? I don't Is even he even Italian? No. <laughs> I mean, I get no, that it's I not like. <laughs> I get that y'all are not like looking to make this historically accurate. Like, no, whatever, he's obviously but... going to just speak in his voice. You know, right, I can see obviously. it already. Which but is why this is so bad. I mean, Ugh. he's. I already don't like it. I'm already mad. Mario doesn't say much, but when he does, it's in a little weird half Japanese, half Italian accent. <laughs> so I don't understand what. This oh, it just man. screams like white people got in the room with some translators and the folks over at Nintendo and said, we got this. We got this. And likely some a studio and producers that have done like, I don't know, maybe a Lego Batman movie or some other shit. And they're like, look at the numbers, girl. We got this. And this is what we've landed with. Anya Taylor-Joy, who um, I actually quite enjoy myself, is Princess Peach. Fine. Oh, where do I know this white girl from? Um, Where would you Anya? know her from? Is she in a white movie? Yes, obviously. Yes. I mean, The Queen's Gambit is what she's currently being talked about the most. Maybe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen her face in all the previews for that. That's what it is. Okay. Um, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. I guess I'm just glad Donkey Kong is not a black person. <laughs> Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Who? <laughs> I never heard of that nigga. I didn't even see all of these. Sebastian Maniscalco? What a name. Isn't that the white man that vo- that hosted the VMAs that year that we went and we didn't know who he was? Oh, That's what he looks like. Oh my God. Look. He's voicing Spike. Uh, it says, I don't even know yeah, it says VMA is. 2019. Oh. Uh, and not the main headline being, and the loser is when the award show host takes on stage. God damn. Well, God damn, that's I rude. I agree. I saw it live. I mean, I don't even remember him, so. Okay, okay. So the two things that I can say, I. Is he Italian? <laughs> I don't believe any of these people are sweetness. I the two things man. that I can say, fine, I get it. I don't disagree. Jack Black is Bowser, which oh that will be festive. Okay, that oh Jack. No, Black I'm not could watching it. Kill that, <laughs> and then Charlie yeah. Day as Luigi is. I don't even care if that nigga's Italian or not. Okay. Charlie Maybe Day as Luigi Day. just sounds phenomenal. Always sunny, horrible bosses. Charlie Day, like. That <gasps> he is okay, he is in one of my favorite memes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I never saw this show though, but okay, I just I really I don't want to see this. What we have, what the direction that we're going in with like big budget animated films, which is just to like, I don't know if we're trying to get parents to take their kids to the movies by way of like A-list celebrity because I feel like children don't give a fuck if the man from Jurassic World is Mario. Right. You know? 
most of these kids probably don't even give a fuck about these goddamn movies because they're properties from the fucking 70s and the <laughs> 80s and the only reason that they fucking know about it is because their parents demand that they know about it so that their parents don't feel as old as they are. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my nephew started playing Paper Mario because my brother was like, y'all know about Mario. <laughs> like, I don't think he just came to Mario on his own. Meanwhile, your your nephew will flame everyone at Among Us in Fortnite. <laughs> Things we don't know anything about. Oh, easily. Oh, it's actually kind of sad. And Noah and that fucking Roblox, don't get me started. The children are, they have their things. They have their they things. They you do. know what I mean? And it's and not some, Mario. Some stuff sneaks through the cracks. You know, SpongeBob. Maybe, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know, Sesame Street. I think Blue's but Clues is the, having a resurgence. The kids who grew up on SpongeBob are in their 20s and angsty now. Like, it's not the youth youth. It's not these nine-year-olds. Right, but there are kids that like SpongeBob of today. And most of them, like, the people that like current day SpongeBob are the people that like old school SpongeBob hate it now. Because <laughs> it's not for us anymore. SpongeBob is still on? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. I had no idea there was nothing to do. It's no longer our business. I thought SpongeBob was purely a meme at this point. I had no idea they were making new episodes of that. That nigga's got a (laughs) spinoff on Paramount Plus. What? New films. A new video game just got announced. SpongeBob ain't going nowhere anytime soon. So I remember taking my little brother to see that movie. I remember this clearly. And he's 25 now. So. But for some reason, I think that producers of these big animated films are casting for the expressed for the purpose of having that trailer that has that column of celebrity names (laughs) at the end of it that starts with Chris Pratt and then ends with like uh, Lena Headey or whatever. And then somewhere in there is like Lizzo and Pitbull. And it's like, hey, guys, bring your babies. And the babies will maybe have a good time if the film is good because they don't know no goddamn better. They probably don't right. even give a fuck that Chris Pratt is Mario and that doesn't make any goddamn earthly fucking sense <laughs> in our reality. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Why? You're going to have him speak in his voice, in his regular ass voice, the same way you're going to have Charlie Day be Charlie and you're going to have Anya be Anya and maybe Jack and maybe Keegan will do voices. Maybe. Maybe Fred Armisen will probably, you know, do something for Cranky Kong or whatever. Everyone else will just be speaking into a microphone, Seth Rogen included. And I mean, Seth Rogen is already a believable Donkey Kong. But that nigga don't even talk. (laughs) I was going to say, what does Donkey Kong ever say? Nothing. Nothing. What are y'all going to do with this? Lord. Oh, I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Give me my things. Give me back my things. Stop it. Stop it. Old as Mario is. Nigga about 38 Uh. goddamn years old. And here you you come. Pissing (laughs) all over all of the things that he's had. How dare you? Nintendo, how could you allow this to happen? Did they lie to you? Or did you just see the dollar signs? I'm telling you. Who's producing this fucking Super Mario? Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Well, that was it. Um, I'm not going to. The Bronx should be ashamed. And whoever casted this Super Mario Brothers movie should be ashamed. (laughs) I'm not going, but it's not for it. It was not for me when you said Chris Pratt was playing Mario. No, thank you. Mm -mm. No, I'll just stick to my video games. Thank you so much. It's like Mario doesn't speak much. But when he does, it's very clear. There was a video of Assad, like on Assad's page of him and I guess some his friends, cousins, I don't know. And they were all dressed in like Mario outfits and had someone on the side like giving in the lines like, it's a me, a Mario. And like all of the <laughs> yeah. kids did the like the little voices. Cutest fucking thing. Oh my God. Ever. And now we're just going to have fucking Andy. No. no, thank you. From Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like it. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? This isn't about me anyway. But it is. It is. I just don't have children. That's what it is. <laughs> right. But I take this personally. I take this how very fucking personally. dare you? Mario was my childhood. Like, beating Super Mario Brothers 3 was one of the most exhilarating moments of my life. Not to mention, there was the Super Mario movie from 93 that was just... If you know, you know. So, like, now was the perfect time to get it right. And you chose, you know, to... To not... Yeah, you just told the, you know. to do that boring, predictable shit. Interesting. <sighs> Alrighty. Well, that's it for me. All right. Well, um, you mentioned Asad, and I just wanted to say shout out to Kavya James Union Wade, who has the best Instagram account. Um, Literally period. content queen the rest of you simply need to catch up to what is the girl is doing over there because kavya's instagram is some of the funniest shit of my day that child (laughs) is phenomenal everything about when they were toasting gabby's book I love and like <laughs> they're trying to like have this moment about the book or whatever. And coffee is just like my sparkling juice though. Yeah. Like, can we just get straight to me and my juice? <laughs> Let's get back to what matters. Like, you running all you yapping all this about mommy when there's juice. We could be toasting. Yeah. Like she is just the absolute that video of them playing football took me down. Just... Them niggas put take me to the house over it. And I just <laughs> I watched it like five times. So thank you to Kavya for being who you are and to your parents and family for sharing you with the world. Cause Jeez. you are such a, such a gift. And I'm just so thankful. You're, and that's a good <sighs> point because like, as we've said, I have a baby. You Never. will see that nigga. Never. <laughs> when he, she, or they have access to their own device that they have purchased with their own hardworking money. Yes. It's not happening. But y'all, I don't know why Gabby and Dwayne let us (laughs) have little peeks into this little girl's world, but wow. Much as y'all have to say about their parenthood, too. I mean, which is really ridiculous. And uh, see, I'm glad we didn't even get into the whole Will Smith and Jada thing because I felt like that was really convoluted and niggas did a lot about that article about their marriage when I, I really thought read that yet. so their marriage that was not what interests me frankly it was more of Will's attitudes about what happened with George Floyd and how now all there's this there's all this money to make black movies and some of his comments I was like oh I don't know about that but 
niggas was doing the most about their marriage when it's like, I don't know how you stay married for life and not make adjustments for what works for you and your spouse. Like <laughs> you can't be worried about what other people think is the right way you to have be to married. Make adjustments to work what works for you when you go through like, life, you know? So like of course Right. So yeah. of course your marriage is gonna be tailored to you and your but anyway um i read an excerpt from uh gabby's new book i actually let me go ahead and order that now because the first one was good and this one looks good too so but just thank you for allowing your child to be on instagram because she brings me a lot of joy they were trying to teach her to play football first she just ran without the ball (laughs) gabby had to be like come back so then you know they give her the ball and when i tell you she takes off she takes and then collapses at the base of the slide like it's time for a rest but your girl ran it through for a touchdown first and i just she's such a joy and such a delight so one of my while we're still standing caviar one of my favorite (laughs) videos of her was um I mean, I love all of the videos that make me crack up. But there was a video where she saw the Shady Baby book, her book in in like a oh, bookstore yeah. or something for the first time. And she walked up and she pointed <laughs> and she was like, that's me. That's me. And she like, yes, giggled. that was the cutest I thing. That tracks. But yes, yeah, it does. Truly adorable child. And I'm grateful. <laughs> It's a you thing to do. I do. I yeah. I have. I remember seeing that, and it was it was very it was incredibly adorable. So yes, thank you, um, Kavya. And that will wrap up this week's episode of the Read. Um, This is the Read dot com, and on social media at This Is the Read. Um, Shop the Read dot com for merch whenever we have new merch. Anything else from you before we get out of here? This episode is so long, even though I tried so hard to make it short. Um, nothing on this side. Working hard. Um, and oh yeah, shout out um, to Issa for telling your secrets. Also, <laughs> go look at Issa's Instagram if you want to know the secret. Kavya James and. <laughs> You know, pray that more young black babies can have that level of um, unconditional love and uh, upliftment. Yes, we all deserve that support. World, amen. Trying to make it better for the kids because it's pretty much hell for us. I mean, our time's up. I at this point, <laughs> <laughs> at this point I'll it's be, a wrap on least, us. The least we can do is carve something better out for the future. The curtain has closed. Yeah, on we your had our time. And we missed. <laughs> so, like, fix it for the babies, damn it. Okay, I'm going to bed. We will see y'all next yeah. week. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.